It's Saturday, March 16th, 2019, and this is Bob and Ed's Movie Podcast. I'm Bob. And I'm Ed. So, uh, even though it's, it's been like a week since we saw it, you know, stuff got in the way uh, this week, we're talking about Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel, the newest uh, Marvel, ironically, yeah. uh, film to come out, newest superhero. This is the first one was just a female lead. Um as opposed to Ant-Man and the Wasp, which was 50-50. Um, so yeah, this is the new one. This is a character that probably isn't as familiar to the general audience as maybe some of the others. Um, yeah, I can't think of a, like... Even though, range... it's been a, even though it's been around a while. It's been around a while, but I can't think... Like, it, like any version of Captain Marvel hasn't had, like, their own cartoon. Yeah, or... yeah, yeah. So, it's not like, oh, I remember watching that character. It's like, they might make guest appearances. and But that's about it. That's about yeah, it's it. It's kind of like Black Panther in that way. Of like, it's a character from the 60s that hardly anyone knows about. Even though, if you're a comic book fan, you like you completely know about this character. Because they're in... Like, yeah, they're in a ton of stuff. But outside the comic world, most people are like, I don't know who this person is. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, we saw it. And uh, the quick review, for, at least for me, is... I liked it. It was really enjoyable. It was a really good pacing. Um, the entire time I was, you know, fairly entertained. And it's uh, it's pretty to look at. And it's fun. And, you know, moderately funny. And, um, yeah. What about you? I enjoyed it. It's, um, high, like, I'd rate it higher than if you just averaged out all, the, like, the origin films that Marvel's done. I think it's on the higher end. Is it the best one? No, but you know, it's still really good. Like, yes. Yeah. Characters' motivations make sense. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Like from beginning to end, it's probably it, uh, it's probably it's better paced than like say Doctor Strange, where there's a lot of Doctor Strange where it's like ugh, talking, talking, talking. Like, do we really of- need like do we really need all this talking? Um, this pretty much just jumps in and we're like, ah, we're going to skip all the talking parts. So we're, we're going to imply a lot and you can, you can fill in the gaps. We don't need to show you. So it, um, what I like, like, like I really enjoyed the fact that once again, Marvel does a, this is a superhero film because there's somebody that with superpowers, but we're also going to kind of make it a nineties buddy film. Um, Yes. I was actually trying to look it up, and it reminds me a lot of another Samuel Jackson film, The Long Kiss Goodnight with Gina Davis of all things. Interesting. Which was '96. Interesting. So it it was that like that dynamic where there's like one person who knew what they were doing, and the other person who's like, "I'm just here to like say funny lines and play with a cat," <laughs> <laughs> you know. Yeah, that is a. Uh... Kind of a cool thing about the Marvel movies is that they are all like a secondary genre. It's a superhero movie and a you know whatever genre it whatever genre it happens to be buddy buddy or whatever Um, buddy cop yeah buddy cop. So it is it is pretty it is pretty neat to see them do that. Um, Yeah. So what did you what would you give it? I mean, let's do, let's do the non. I give it an stuff. eight. Yeah, that's what I. I think initially I gave it a nine, and then I started thinking about some of the story because the story doesn't like it isn't perfect. 
It's not perfect. I give it an eight because I do want to watch it again. Um, just not right away. I do think it would kind of be enjoyable to watch a couple times. Maybe catch some stuff. Um, some of the special effects, like Samuel Jackson, really does look like 1995. Yeah, it is pretty Samuel cool. Jackson. Uh, it's Clark Gregg. Yeah, right? Clark Gregg. Clark Gregg yeah. looks a bit plasticky. Yeah, that's. Uh, um, yeah, there's a couple times where it's like, oof. And as uh, someone had pointed out, uh, I can't remember where it was that. Sure, Sam Jackson looks like he's not seventy years old, but when he bends down to pick up a cat and then has to get back up, it's like. You can tell he gets up like a 70-year-old. <laughs> yeah. They maybe should have had a stunt person for him to get, pick up the cat. But, uh, um, but yeah, he does, it is actually pretty amazing. I mean, the, yeah. the Sam Jackson de-aging stuff is, uh, is, is pretty cool. And uh, and they they do a pretty good job of making it look like uh, you know, ni- mid-1990s, you know, 1995 or so. Um, yeah, I think I... I, you know, I give it an eight. I think it's a movie that I do I do want to see again. Um, it does have its problems, but uh, that's really the issue. Is like origin films. Yeah, it's so have tough. problems. It's just especially like the issue is like this one kind of had to have like you have to have an origin film because nobody really knows who Captain Marvel yeah, is. Yeah, you can't you just have Captain Marvel show up. up and like okay, that's Captain Marvel. Um, it's not like Spider-Man where it's like, okay, no, we've already done enough origin stories. Like, other studios have done that. We've watched the cartoon. We watched Spider-Man and his amazing friends. Yeah. You know. There is a point where it's like, if you don't know who Spider-Man is, you're probably not going to this movie. And if you're going to this movie not knowing who Spider-Man is, it, you're not going to like it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. Like, I, this one is like, Marvel's made films where it's for, sort of for everyone, which also means like... Everyone's going to it. You can't introduce characters with that. Like, just, oh, okay, Captain Marvel appears. Okay. You know. So, you got to do origin stories. And origin stories are never, you know, almost never, like, ground-breaking films. Yeah. I mean, there was talk that Captain Marvel was going to show up in Age of Ultron. And uh, and then they decided not to. And I guess that it wouldn't have made any sense because people would have been like, who is this person? Like, this rando just showed up. It would have been, uh, oh, wow, this is a really good ex juice machina. Yeah, you know. of like, oh, Captain Marvel just showed up. Because you can kind of even see in the in Age of Ultron, like, what scenes they're talking about. Because I think they filmed it that way and then changed it. Because there is a point where it's, it was supposed to be Captain Marvel and War Machine show up. And then they're like, oh, let's not have War Machine show up. So there was a couple scenes where Iron Man's inexplicably in the scene. And it's like, how'd you get from this part of the story to this part of the story and back again so fast um they just kind of threw in like a line or something and it's like eh. but oh well you know uh i think it's better that they waited and just like do a more in-depth ish introduction um i do like i do like brie larson she's really good yeah, yeah. I, it, I, I do have to say, though, that uh, Samuel Jackson and Ben Mendelsohn are a little bit more memorable. Um, but, I mean, that kind of is because they had more stuff to say. <laughs> they had less to do with... Brie Larson didn't have as much to say in the movie. I mean, they didn't give her really all that much. No. Um, well, they gave Sam Jackson and Ben Mendelsohn, like, more things to... Like, more interesting things to say. 
Um, and Jude Law has the he book he it like it feels like he books bookends the film even though he doesn't. It's like he's at yeah. the beginning and then you don't see him again till the very end. Yeah, he kind of does that. That was really um, he was an he was an odd character. It was like I'm not sure what the what to think of that. I mean, I guess we could talk about that in the spoiler in the section. Spoiler section. Yeah. Um, so, um, I didn't, I don't think I going into it. I realized that Benning was in it. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't think I knew, knew that either. Um, and that's something else we could probably talk about, but it was interesting. And that Benning was cast because in a role that, uh, Keanu Reeves was offered. So that's actually kind of funny. He turned it down, and they went, "Okay, let's go with the net betting." It's like oh, that's an interesting switch, but okay. I like the fact that I bet I do like the fact that Marvel is like we wrote this character; it can be played by anybody. Yeah, it's like who plays it is important. We're just looking for the right person, like someone interesting to play it. Yeah, it's like Keanu Reeves would be interesting. He doesn't want it. Well, that betting would be interesting too. It's like okay, we'll go with that. Yeah, it's like it doesn't it didn't matter who played it, as long as they were somewhat interesting. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, yeah, go see it. Yeah, it's fun. Would, yeah, it's, it's one of those, if you don't like Marvel films, you're not going to yeah. like this one. Yeah. If you like, like Marvel films, you're not missing it, you know, like, go go see it. Like, it's not, I don't, I don't think it's top five one, but it's not a bottom five. It's not, it's not, you know, Thor Dark World or Iron Man 2. Yeah. <laughs> it's not and in what there. I, what I liked and I was worried was, is this basically going to be a commercial like basically like uh, the pitch meeting. Thing. Yeah. Is oh, you have a commercial. A, yeah, commercial this, for Avengers. Yeah. Is this a commercial for Endgame? I was like, no, no, it's not. Yeah, I didn't think it was. And that because that's the issue with uh, Iron Man Two is it is very much uh, we're just gonna introduce characters that you like maybe not have noticed or especially if like Samuel Jackson as Nick Fury. It's like unless you stuck like post credit. To Iron Man, and even then, it's like he makes a brief appearance. Like he just goes, like, you know, I got something to tell you. Initiative, whatever. However, he says it at the beginning of Iron, end of Iron Man. It's like he's just a random character now in Iron Man Two. Yeah, still no like, oh, he's in charge of Shield. Like, there's none of that. It's just like, well, you you, you can figure it out. Yeah, like, there's a lot of yeah yeah Iron Man Two is a lot of hey, we got to set up a bunch of movies. So not let's not, just do it now. Not only set up a bunch of... They were really just setting up Avengers. Yeah. It's like, well, we, we went Romanoff in there, so we're going to have her appear. Yeah, just randomly show up. And and it's her me in that film doesn't quite make sense, but I'm going to have a bad guy that, like... Yeah, I, Iron Man 2 is a mess. Um, and, like, it's, they mentioned the pacing. I think the pacing in this is better than, say, like, Doctor Strange. Yeah. Even I, though, like, what's good about Doctor Strange is probably better than what's good about... Yeah. The, the best thing of Doctor Strange is better than the best thing of Captain Marvel, but... but in, the pacing The is pacing better. of Captain Marvel is much better. It's more enjoyable to watch Captain Marvel than it is to watch, you know, Doctor Strange be a douchebag for 40, like, 20 minutes or something yeah. like that. Like, this isn't fun. <laughs> I actually like, um... I like Captain Marvel better than their first uh, Thor film. I can see that. Yeah. Was, yeah, that was kind of clunky, too. It's very, like... There's a lot of, like, oh, we're just going to stand around. <laughs> it, yeah. There's a lot of standing around, a lot of, like, trying to explain stuff to human characters about this alien wor- world, 
you know, that just feels weird. This one is just straight up like, yeah. Hey, I'm gonna explain like this in like two sentences, and we're gonna go. Yeah, how do how do you get here? Is there a ship? Blah blah blah. It's like we don't need to explain any of that. Yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, we don't need to explain bite for uh, by frost or yeah, any of those things. Bridge. Or, yeah, it's true. I think this is probably better than Thor. Um. I just really enjoy Captain uh, Captain America's film. Yeah, yeah, First Avenger. Yeah, yeah, that's a yeah war old old time war film. Yeah, that was. Yeah, I, I wouldn't. That, that's almost such a its own like it's barely even a superhero film. It's more of just like a it's a war film it's that a, happens to take place in the Marvel universe. Yeah. <laughs> well, the fact that like one of the things that. Not to go on another uh, rant about another film, but one of the things I liked about Captain uh, Captain America: First Avenger is the fact that the grenade scene. Yeah, it's like well, that shows you like what type of character that is right there. Yeah, before he even gets, but, the power. and he's not a super. It's just like this is this character. We're just going to give him superpowers. Yes. Well, this one it was kind of nice because they did brief hand out like this is this character. Yeah, and now they got superpowers. Yeah, you know. Yeah. That's true. I guess it is kind of uh, the opposite of, say, like, Doctor Strange. Why, like, Steve Rogers was just, like, a uh, a super good guy who just happened to have a horrible body. And then they just gave him a better body. And he was like, well, he was already a super good guy. So now he's just a super good guy with a super good body. Yeah. As opposed to, like, Doctor Strange was like, oh, you were, like, a douchebag. Now we're going to give you powers. And because you have powers, now you're not a douchebag? Like, okay. Somehow um, you still are. Like, yeah, it's like, hmm... Um, it's so, like wait the first half of that film explains like why you would be a supervillain if yeah, you had powers exactly <laughs> <laughs> like you should be the supervillain in this um, yeah I mean I guess yeah when you start looking at that I mean it's like Tony Stark you see Tony Stark has a reason to change what he's doing yes and he uses Iron Man to enact that change as opposed to because he becomes Iron Man now he's like well I'm Iron Man now I might as well do something no, it no was he like, wants to do something, so he becomes Iron Man. Yeah. And it's like it's been a mistake ever since. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually, and he constantly makes mistakes the entire time. But I guess that's the point. Um, because he's a like, flawed character. Yeah, because, yeah, exactly. Which makes him, that's why he's a, one of the more interesting characters, is because he's a completely flawed character. Um, anywho. Okay. Uh, back to Captain yeah, Marvel. Yeah, back to Captain Marvel. Um, I just like Ben um, Mickelson? Middleson? 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 Middleson. Um, I really like that actor. Yeah. I don't like I don't like his character in everything that he's done just because it's like, oh, I, you know, it's like he did the best he could with what he had. But in this, it's like, oh, yeah, he's really good. Like, yeah, he's a memorable, like I said, he's a memorable guy. I mean, it's, you remember his character, the things that he did in the movie kind of more than, than, yeah. uh, uh, want to get a spoiler? Yeah, I guess we can get into spoilers. Uh, um, hope you hear yeah, her exactly. So now we're in the spoiler territory, so we can kind of talk about actually probably more of the things we didn't like about the movie. <laughs> uh, well, I just kind of uh, wanted to go in a little bit more. Like, I like the fact that like Ben Middleton's character, like you understood everything he did. Like it, it made sense from a from his point of view. From right? his point of view, yeah, he's the hero of his story, and you can see where at a certain point of view he would be the villain. Yes. And from a different point of view, he's, he's the not, hero. Yeah, he's a hero. And it's like, it didn't change his motivations. It didn't change what he did. Yes. I enjoyed that. Uh, you know, I 
Didn't like Nick Fury's character in this film somehow. You didn't? Here's my I, here's the thing. I liked it in that if this was a standalone film, I'd be like, great. But we also had Captain America Winter Soldier where Robert Redford goes into an entire thing about like, you know, his character and, like, bad, blah, blah, and he's badass and, he's a and badass. blah. And it's like that is not the same character. Like you just described a character from like you know, like, I met him in 1982 where he did this. And you're like, oh, awesome. And then, like, 1995, he's like, look at the kitty. It's like... Yeah, that was kind of weird. It's not, it's not the same character. Um, It'd be different if, like, there was just random things where it's like, every time there is a cat in a scene, you know, Nick yeah. Fury all saying, you're like... Although I did kind of get from it, what they were trying to say is that... That Nick Fury... There's a lot of Nick Fury that is legend. That's why I kind of got from it. Is we're seeing, oh, Nick Fury is like, he's an idea, and he just runs off that idea. Not necessarily that's what he's done. Yes. Um, so I, like, I kind of like thought that was kind of cool. Is that, that's his whole thing. Is there's this, it's this show of, I'm Nick Fury, and people are scared of the concept of him without actually realizing, like, he's just this guy. He's this guy. Um, but it- at the same time, it was like it was a bit jarring. Yeah, um, it does kind of you kind of wonder where it fits into all the stories. I don't know if it means that from this point on is that's when he becomes the bad, guy, like the but the that, super motivated guy, which would make more sense if I didn't have Robert Redford tell me like you know. Yeah, it was uh, yeah because I don't know when that story was supposed to have taken place. The Robert Redford story. When was that supposed to have taken place? I thought he said like eighties. So it would have been before this. Although we did say, uh, yeah, because that kind of doesn't make any sense. Because like this Samuel Jackson may have seemed like he hadn't been in S.H.I.E.L.D. that long. And, I mean, he had been a Special Forces guy before. Yeah. Um, so I guess maybe Redford was talking about that. And, yeah. And that's not like the inference I got. Yeah, that's, <laughs> from, a, that's the problem. Redford. And that's... You know, hey, much like comic books, you can't you can't do. Yeah, there is a little continuity. I mean, like they kept calling themselves Shield when they kind of made a big deal in Iron Man that they didn't have an acronym yet. You know, they hadn't they didn't know what they call themselves. Strategic, and then at the end, it was like we're just going to call ourselves Shield. Yeah. So it was like, well, wait a second, you guys were calling yourselves Shield twenty years ago. Like, did you forget you were calling yourself Shield? I mean, uh, I, I guess that kind of gets into the. If you didn't call them Shield and just called them Strategic Homeland what, Intelligence Espionage, yeah, Logistics Division, I think it is. Um, In fact, I, uh, I like then people are like, who is like, what are they talking about? Yeah, like aren't these guys in Shield? Um, without if you didn't watch Iron Man one and realize, oh, that was a big deal, is that they call themselves Shield? Whatever. I guess we're nitpicking over very small things. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, this is the way comics work. It's like it doesn't all fit together perfectly. It doesn't dovetail like perfectly. It's kind of cobbled together. And that's all right. Yeah, that, that's um, fine. Um, I still, I don't get uh, Jude Law's plan. Like when you get, by the time you get to the end of the movie, like if you think back to the beginning of the movie, it was like, wait, what was your plan again? Like, so you knew that she was like the, whatever it was, the AllSpark. I, I know that's the wrong thing. I know. I, I kept thinking, it's like, so you're the AllSpark? Is that what you're trying to say? This is like out of Transformers. Um, so you know that she's the AllSpark. Um, so you just, like, have her, like, hang around you? I mean, what were you planning on doing? And then why did the Supreme Intelligence 
I guess the Supreme Intelligence was trying to get her to reveal where the location was, which is why she showed up as uh, why it showed up as not bending. That seems kind of weird that like they're constantly telling her to forget about the past when they're trying to get her to remember it. There's definitely things that would have been like that was the major issue. It's like I'm not getting this bad guy's like, yeah plot. And then the the mission goes wrong. She gets captured. It was like. You would think that would be the most important thing for this Kree to do is get her back. And it kind of seemed like they were just, oh, it's good to hear that you're alive still. It's like, good to hear you're alive. Now we know, like, later on we're going to find out that that was all that was important. <laughs> yeah. Is that, that you find her. Um, I mean, I guess it did kind of, it was pretty obvious when he kept going, whatever you do, just stay where you are, we're coming get you. It's like, why are you making such a big deal about the fact that you don't want her to go search out this? Like, this kind of seems like don't push the button. <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah, that was kind of weird. I didn't... Here's a box. Don't open the box. Yeah, it's like, okay. So did everybody in that group know that she was the AllSpark or just him? I'd go with two people. Him and the girl who was also on Earth, who you even get a line where it's all like, have you ever been to Earth? And it's like, I have once, briefly. It's oh, like, yeah, Captain Minerva. Was yeah. That, was that her name? Because it's actually in the comic, I think it's Dr. Minerva. Uh, Minerva, yeah. yeah. Dr. Minerva is the bad guy um, in the comic. So they just kept it as like Captain Minerva or whatever it was. All uh, of them are actually from the comic. I didn't realize that. Atlas, Minerva, yada, yada, yada. Koroth. Yeah. Which kind of bugged me. It was just like, oh, cool. That, you know, that guy's back. Uh, along with uh, Lee Pace is uh, Ronin. I was like, cool. There's going to maybe explain how they got... Together? Together. And it's like, nope. nope. Not at all. Not even. Lee Pace was kind of like he was different in this one. I don't know why. I mean, he didn't, it didn't seem like he was playing the exact same character. It seemed like he was playing a caricature of that character. It which did is seem weird because he was playing a character in the first one. That right? is true. It was great, though. Yeah. Uh, what actually bugged me was it would have been me. Like, you could have easily just had, like, you know, because he. Ronan shows up with a giant ship and then leaves. It would have been better if, like, somehow he rescues him or something. That Karath ends up on that ship and then yeah. they take off. There's like, okay, that's all you have to do is just have yeah. Karath end up on the ship and then leave. Yeah, like, oh, that's how Karath ends up on that ship. Yeah, or ends up with him. Yeah, it was because like at you the were end like, of the film, right like, there together. <laughs> here's the thing: I don't remember what happened to his character, Karath. Yeah. It's like the only uh, character that you know that leaves uh, is uh, uh, Jude Law because he ends up in the like the escape pod. Yeah. Like everyone Karath else like is, is uh, in a escape- part of the group that's fighting. Yeah. And then. And then. Yeah. Oh, well. Yeah. Is that memorable? <laughs> um, but that's the thing. It's all like, hey, there's five people in this bad guy's group. Okay, cool. What happens to him? I don't know. I don't know. I know one of them gets like just goes back. Um, yeah. So I didn't, I didn't get. Uh, yeah, we didn't get Jude Law's thing. I, obviously, we end up getting the uh, Ben Mendelsohn's motivation. Um, it was kind of cool that Ben Mendelsohn, when he was a scroll, had his Australian accent, and when he was not a scroll, he had an American accent. So that was kind of cool. That was neat. Um, the uh, let's see. You know, then stuff happens. She ends up on Earth. That was all pretty cool. Uh, 
you know, car chase, yada, yada, yada. It, there was definitely a lot of, like, this feels like a 90s film. Yeah. It actually feels like they watched, uh, while watching it, I'm like, did they watch Heat and be like, we want to just film where, like, some of these scenes take place? Yeah. Because <laughs> there was, like, a couple of scenes where I'm all like, that's in Heat. That's, that's in Heat. In heat. That's, that stops in Heat. That's in I mean, I guess like, there was a couple things where it was like, isn't like, like, I mean, you know, they do the homage type thing of like a buddy buddy type movie from the 90s because there was elements where I'm like, this is kind of like Lethal Weapon. There was parts of it was like, this is kind of like Lethal Weapon. But yeah. you're right. There was parts of it was like, this is kind of like Heat. Um, There's a point where I'm like, is this the A-Team now? Yeah. I mean, like, <laughs> even though it's the wrong one, but I mean, even them chasing it was like, this is kind of sort of like the French Connection. Um, this is kind of like, there was a couple of them. It wasn't exactly, but it was like, oh, it's kind of neat. A different, a different take on it. Um, the, uh, um, you know, it was, it was kind of cool that, uh, you know, she was able to pay attention to the people walking around her to see who was the, the scroll. It was weird. Um, I think it was in the pitch meeting that they talked about it where, all the people were trying to hold down Captain Marvel, but they weren't saying anything. That was... I Actually, I did notice that. I was like, this is weird. Nobody's saying anything. They're just like, holding her. Like, they're just holding her. Like, literally no one's, like, making a noise at all. Like, whatever... Like, the director said, whatever you do, don't make a noise. And so everyone was as quiet as possible. Which is weird like, because that would have been, like... This is weird. <laughs> it would have been more crowd... What the... Yeah, what's going on? Hey, hey lady, hey, what hey, are what you doing? doing? Yeah, yeah, it's like, none of those things. Get her, you know... Like there wasn't like any of that. It was like this is this is weird. Like literally, no one's saying anything. And not only that, it's like I literally. It's like if I was, I literally saw a lady like punch an old lady. Yeah, and the old lady just did a flip. Like yeah, uh, wait. maybe I should stay out of this. I'm like I don't know what's going on right now. The old lady's holding her own, so yeah. I'm not. Uh, I'm not. Uh, I'm gonna. See I'm not this, gonna be an ageist. Yeah, here. I'm gonna. I'm gonna <laughs> see how this plays out. Um, yeah, that's that scene. Well, it was kind of cool. It was also like it. It was just really weird. It was like, why is nobody saying anything? <laughs> they could have easily just had like a couple voice actors. I know, like, hey, what? yeah, you're, huh? yeah, you're, you're oh. Marvel, especially since some of the people in there are like, like, like people involved with the movie. Like one, like one of the writers of the comic was in there. It was like, well, just give her something to say. <laughs> All you gotta do is have a couple lines here and there. Yeah, I know. It's like, yeah, we know. They instantly become members of SAG, but uh, who cares? Well, no, here's the thing. It's all like, you don't even have to have that. Like, you can literally just have, like, voice, you know, voice actor type. Yeah, that's true. Thing. You don't actually have to see them say anything. You just have, like, noise in the background of, you know, People an ADR, like, like, just saying, hey, what's going no, on? No, no, yeah. No. Someone else in the background just going watermelon, watermelon. Yeah, watermelon. it's like, yeah, just saying. <laughs> You know, just saying whatever, just so there's noise. It was just, it, it was kind of jarring. Um, side note, I know that there's, about that time is when she steals the Nine Inch Nails shirt. And that yes. there's con- controversy, <laughs> controversy <laughs> about the fact that it's a bootleg Nine Inch Nails shirt. But I actually read that they couldn't find an actual Nine Inch Nails shirt. And so they purposely made it a bootleg one because they couldn't find one. Really? Yeah. They, they they tried to find an actual nine inch nails shirt from that time and couldn't find a, a a real nine inch nails shirt from that time. So it was like, well, why don't we just bootleg it and make it look like a bootleg? Which and which would make like, sense. Like, okay, that makes sense. That actually makes more sense. <laughs> yeah, it does make more sense. So they did actually address the nine inch nails shirt being a bootleg as opposed to being an actual nine inch nails. That's awesome. And so, now that we've mentioned music, uh, did somebody like just go like, what's mid nineties music? That we own rights to. 
Yeah, I didn't. I didn't mind the music, with the exception of "She's Just a Girl," which I thought was just like, "Oh my god!" Like this is a little too on the nose. <laughs> like I kind of like my my mega fight scenes at the end to be just mega fight scenes at the end. I don't need a. Uh, I don't and unless you're unless you're James Gunn and you're scoring this. Like that's the only person I'll give a pass on. Uh, uh, James Gunn or. Um... Well, I can't think of Shaun of the Dead director. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, why can't I think of Shaun of the Dead's director either? Uh, but yeah, I, yeah. I, I, could, I could go with that. Because they edit to the music. Yes. Yeah. The, the This one didn't even seem like they edited yeah, to the music. Yeah, it was just like they were just playing a song. It was just like, song. play like, and play. Yeah, exactly. Um, it, uh, Edgar Wright. Edgar Wright, yeah. Yeah, because the music, the... Uh, the music for them, like, fits into, like you said, fits into what the action is going on. So it's, like, it's enhancing it. This is just, like, someone just hit play on She's Just a Girl during the the end fight, where it's, like, I, like, I, I, I don't know, I kind of want to, it's kind of loud. I kind of want to hear the kaplows of things blowing up um, instead of, I, and I, it doesn't help that it's, like, I mean, I, I like kind of Gwen Stefani, but I don't like her that much. <laughs> I always thought that people liked her maybe a little bit more than they should have. And so <laughs> then, I don't know, it's, while I like it, I like Gwen Stefani, no doubt, I do find them to be an overrated band. Um, I'll, 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 it's one of those things where it's like, they, they kind of hit at a certain point, and I just was like, okay, yeah, it's, it's, it's music. It's one of those, like, they were like third wave ska. Yeah. And it was like, I like Safe Ferris better. <laughs> yeah, that was always kind of thing. It's like, you're not even the best at what you do. But anyway, we're digressing. Yeah. Um, I mean, I like some of the music, like I said. I have a friend who punched her, so... <laughs> oh, I'm talking about the music in the... No, I'm talking about Grant Scott. It's uh, funny. <laughs> oh. Uh, yeah, I kind of I kind of sort of like the... Uh, I like uh, I like the music. The issue is, like, it was... Some of the music was just like, you're playing this because you want as much 90s music as you can. Yeah. It, some of it didn't feel like it fit into the, the thing. Um, it's, it's just... Because like, the fact that she's wearing like a um, Guns N' Roses shirt in a certain scene, and, like at a flashback scene, uh-huh. and I was all like, you could have played that. Like, yeah, in the flashback scene. Yeah, as it was pointed out, it's like she was last on Earth in 1989. Yeah, she hadn't actually been on Earth when all this music came out. Yeah, which is like kind of ironic because like this is new music for her as well. Yeah, <laughs> like she doesn't know any of this music because she wasn't here then. Uh, in like, fact, they even point out like in her like uh, there's a scene where she goes and talks to the Supreme Intelligence and a uh, Nirvana song or yeah Nirvana songs playing, um, and it's like. She wouldn't have known that song. No, <laughs> like why is that song playing? She left Earth before that song came out, and as even the other people like like super music files have pointed out, it's like it's playing on a uh, it's playing on vinyl, and that song didn't come out on vinyl until like uh, 1996, which is or 97, which is after the movie takes place. Yeah, but it's like that's getting super. That's getting nitpicky. super. This super nitpicky, but it, was, it did kind of bring up a. Wait, is this supposed to be in her head? Why is this song playing in her head? She wouldn't know what the song is. Guns N' Roses would have been playing. Yeah, in Guns N' Roses would have been, like, Patience should have been playing. Yeah. That would have made more sense. Yeah, I know it's not in the 90s, but that's the last song that she probably would have heard. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, no. Uh, yeah, anyway. it was just, the music kind of threw me a couple of times. Like, it made sense, like, when she walks up to the security guard. 
you know, yeah. points out the Radio Shack, you know. It's like, okay, he's he's listening to the radio. That made yes. sense. But some of it is just like, oh, we're just going to have the random song playing. All right, cool. Like, yeah. This uh, like, um, would have been neat if, like, there's a jukebox that she blows up at some point. Would have been neat yeah. if, like, she flipped through it and, like, played, like, you know, because there's a scene where she's, like, doing karaoke in a flashback. Would have yes. been neat if, like, they played. She selects the song that she was singing. The so it's sort of signs that like oh she's, she's kind of remembering. Kind of remembering, yeah. Yeah. Instead of just like 1995, we're gonna play, 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 play. Yeah, play everything from this thing. Yeah. Um, somebody who grew up in the 90s is like, mm, it wasn't the best year for music. Yeah. <laughs> um. So let's see. Uh, yeah, she was uh, like she was mean to that jukebox. That seemed like very unnecessary. Um, let's see. So they go get the records. Uh, yada yada. They're doing oh. an investigation. Um, oh, another thing that was super annoying is uh, when they're on the spaceship, and there's like a Fonzie lunchbox. Oh, we're going we're at the end. Yes, yeah. that was kind of weird. It's like, why would there be a? Fonzie it would have been an elf. Yeah. Most likely because it would have been probably eighty nine was the last time that like she visited. Yeah. So I'm gonna go with an because I, I, I thought that was weird too. It was like, why well, I don't get it. I don't why get is there a Fonzie lunchbox? That the Fonzie lunchbox would be like if that's from the seventies, why would there be a Fonzie lunchbox? I don't Yeah, that was the thing that Same was, thing with like why is there a pinball machine? This like the last time they would have been there was like about nineteen eighty something. Like people typically 80. didn't play pinball as much as they played video games. It would have been video games and like Ooh, what would have been like the 1987, 88? 80, like, like 89, that kind 89. of area. I mean, you might have had like Spy Hunter or something like that. I mean, that's still, Spy Hunter came out before that. But uh, but Spy Hunter would but might Spy be the Hunter one. Spy Hunter or like, uh, like one of the driving games or um, you know something along those lines. That was really big. Like when you went to the arcades, they didn't necessarily have as many pinball machines. I mean, they did, but I don't know. In fact, um, I, didn't, yeah. I didn't quite didn't get to like... Even then, like, like the ship thing was like, okay, so did you guys, you guys just been on the ship the whole time and no one's, no one's left? They did make a lot of saying that like, hey, we, we didn't make any communications because we didn't know. But it's at the same time, it's like, okay, for six years, you have For six years. At some point, it's like, mm, okay, they're not coming. Maybe we got to do like, something. Like, we got to at least discuss what we're going to like maybe leave. I mean, she's clearly not coming back. It's been six years, and Marvel has had made zero contact. I, I'm pretty sure something happened to her. Maybe we should do something. Um, yeah, it was kind of weird. I thought all that was like a little odd. Um, but anyway, whatever. Would be um, different if it's like, oh, everyone's in stasis, or yeah. That kind of would have made more sense. Like, oh, I get it. They were stuck there because, um, yeah, because, because like no one came to get came back to go get them. Yeah. Like, oh, okay, that would make sense. Um, the idea that there was a huge ship like just orbiting Earth. It's like, you know, just because you can't see it doesn't mean you can't detect it. Um, I mean, even if a satellite doesn't hit it, like every time a satellite goes past something that large, it's going to go out of orbit, and like you know, uh, every single. You know, everyone in, in 
that field would be like, this doesn't make any sense. There's Every time, something. There's something. There's got to be something there. Mass. Because, yeah, it keeps throwing our, our orbits off. Every single time, it throws it off in the exact same spot. Uh, I mean, they... Uh, now we're getting way too scientific-like. I mean, it just it was kind of like, okay, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. You can't have that big of a ship. Like, like, just hanging out for six years and no one notices. Yeah, it was um, basically... If it was so- hanging out around the moon, it's like, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, if you're nothing- hanging out around the moon, like, you're not, no one's going to notice. Yeah. But if you're hanging that big a ship hanging around Earth, it's like, somebody's going to notice. There's going to be, at some point, a satellite that hits it. Yeah, or it just goes, like, wildly off, of course. And it's like, well, that doesn't make any sense. Um, anyway, that's, that's that. Um... Uh, I think we've, yeah. I like for whatever reason, it really bugged me that that little girl just like smashing buttons on Captain Marvel's like little uh, pad thingy, and that changes the, the color, color to what she wants. Like you didn't do anything. All you did is just like smash it like a bunch of times, or or move it around like you're playing um, it centipede. Been- it was like you're not playing centipede. Like this doesn't make any sense. It would have been better if it was like. You at least did a display. Yeah, like, like something. Color will. Yeah, like something where it's like, all she did is just like, like smash over it. It didn't like, there was no like enter. Like it would make more sense if as she was doing it, it was changing colors as she was doing it. Like, okay, that at least would make sense. And then she could stop like where she liked it. But no, it was like, she just like smashed it a bunch of times. And all of a sudden it like was a color. And then she smashed it a bunch of like, God, if you're going to go to the trouble of showing it, at least like. Pretend it's doing something. Uh, the, the the little girl kind of bugged me. <laughs> she wasn't the greatest of actresses, and neither was her like Captain Marvel's friend. It was like, God, you guys have like zero reactions. <laughs> I, you are like all super cool with everything that's happening right now, and it's like that makes zero sense. Like Nick, even even like Nick Fury, who's seen a bunch of stuff, is like at least taken aback slightly by the fact that he. Like, almost was he, killed by he, a shape-changer. Yeah, he had to crash into a bus. <laughs> yeah, he had to crash like, into a bus to kill a shape-changer. Like, these two, this little girl's, like, super chill with it. It's like, this doesn't that, make any sense. Like, super sense. chill. Like, it would have been awesome if there was a freak-out scene where it's like, wait, I'm talking to my parent, and there's my parent. Yeah, it's... Freak-out. All, yeah, all that was like, this is this doesn't make any it's sense. It's like, I'm cool. You're, like, all way too into this. Um, and her whole thing of, like, you gotta go, Mom, you know, as someone says, it's like YOLO, like yeah, yeah YOLO, mom, let's go. Um, yeah, that was kind of weird. <laughs> um, yeah, because it was like I can't go up there. It's like no, she hasn't flown. Like I don't think she's flown something like this in six years. No, she can't go up there. There's no way she's gonna be good at this. Um, no, that it's like YOLO, wait, flying in space and flying on yeah, it's in like the atmosphere she different things. Um, as first man proved when he bounced off the ionosphere. Yeah, no kidding. I mean, he like knew what he was doing and he still almost died. Um, I mean, it is kind of neat that... Uh, I was right that the, the little girl actually... The character in the comics does end up being another superhero. Another person... Another character called Captain Marvel, ironically. Oh. Um, she only goes by that for a while, but... Uh, uh, I knew her or something else. Yeah, she becomes Photon. That's she becomes... Uh, like, yeah, she changed her name like four times. But... When she was first introduced, um, she was Captain Marvel, because at the time there wasn't a Captain Marvel, and there's this whole thing about there has to be a character named Captain Marvel mentioned 
at least once every two years in Marvel Comics or else they lose the rights to it. I can't even remember where I was reading that. I think it was today I learned. It was like, Probably. they have to mention it. They have to have a, Cap- a Captain Marvel appear in a comic at least once every two years or they lose the rights to the name Captain Marvel. Which would probably go back to DC, who owns Shazam, Shazam. also Captain Marvel. Um, and I totally missed that was a dig at Captain Marvel. The first one was like the, the, the gold and red outfit. And they're like, that's not enough. It's like... Mm. I missed that also. I yeah, read it like, later and I was like... like yeah, that was an unnecessary dig. All right. Whatever. Um, and then I guess that she had a like a silver and black or something like that costume at some point. I didn't know that. It's it's comic books. Yeah. The number of costume changes. Liberace had less costumes. Yeah, no kidding. Um, so anyway, I mean, it's like as much as we pooped all over that. Um, I still give it an eight. Yeah, no kidding. It was still <laughs> fun. I mean, there was still the action sequence was really good. Her escaping from the scrolls that was a pretty good action scene. Yeah, and uh, like the whole like her chase of the you know on the subway or not the subway the elevated train it's it's part of the subway yeah so i mean that was the uh, light that rail. was pretty cool and and uh and uh yeah there's and then of course the end was pretty cool so she's like super powerful and the post credit scene with them showing up with the the avengers that was super cool um and yeah. then the post post with the cat was yeah the cat funny. yeah that was funny i don't know i wouldn't uh like had if I had to go to the bathroom even more, I would have been pissed. But <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess that seems to be what they're doing now. Is the last post credit scene is not that important. It's just a joke because so far they've the last three have been jokes. It's the uh, patience. Patience. Um, it's been the ant playing drums, and then it's um, now the uh, cat throwing up. So. I guess that's their new thing. Did they do a postcard for Black Panther? To be honest, I don't remember. I don't remember either. The first postcard is uh, Black Panther is waking up uh, uh, White Wolf or whatever it is. Like, yeah. You've got to get back into this. Um, was there a second one that's funny? Or did they just not have one? Did they just not have one? Or did we just have to go to the bathroom because and we just left? Like... I don't remember if there's a post post credit scene for for Black Panther. But that's good to know that like if if they're doing that, then it means okay. If I gotta go pee, I can yeah, I'm gonna go pee. If I if I have, I can go pee and try to get back in, and if I don't, oh well. All right. Well, so that's uh, that's what we have to say about Captain Marvel. I'd still say go see it. Go see and it. I'm gonna <laughs> we're gonna buy it, and I'm gonna watch it, and I'll enjoy it, and it'll be fun. Yeah. So uh, I guess until next time, Scarface is overrated. Keep your tickets stumped.